Welcome back to What the Fuck is Going On. We have a great show for you today. We have corruption in the New York City construction industry, mob-related. We have the new committee assignments for George Santos, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We have big tech layoffs and... Mass shootings. Two mass shootings in California. We're going to get into it right now. Let's go. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back, Kev. Welcome back, Rob. How you doing, brother? I'm good. How you doing? Good. We got a lot to cover today. A lot going on. There is a lot. Um, a little housekeeping. We've, we've been doing one episode a week. We're going to, going forward, try to get two a week, so... Try keep... to get more content out. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's just so much shit to cover. There's so much going on. We need to cut... Well, yeah. More content to cover. We need to cut a lot out today. Um, so we're just going to go through the run-up real quick. Uh, Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, is leaving. It's pretty typical... Most chiefs of staffs don't get through two years, especially ones whose presidents are, like, functionally illiterate. Um, Mike Pence is assistants reported that they found classified files in his home. So that's three. I mean, I'm sure this stuff is going to be, you know, keep coming out now. Every former president, Jimmy Carter, is probably going to have some in his, you know, Camaro or some shit. <laughs> um, and Jacinda Ardern, New Zealand's... Prime Minister steps down. Happy trails, to Jacinda, a COVID warrior, a true, uh, a true lockdown queen. Was she the one that was like out partying and stuff? Um, no, that was Finland's PM. What was her name? It's the one that like all those pictures came out on social media. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Th- like, uh, I got those confused. I thought that was the same. Chick. Yeah, no, that was Sana Marine, the Prime Minister of Finland. Oh. Who's? Uh, they're similar. Just I think Jacinda Ardern was 39 when she took power and. Marine's 37 now, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, very similar. We talk about Arden for a quick sec here. Um, they're very, they're in the very similar vein of, like, uh, the worldwide Democratic Party. Like, these are their liberal icons, like, social Democrat, like, Marine is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arden was definitely, like, you know, Obama, like, shot a tweet out, like, oh, this is all the great shit she did for the world, Hillary uh-huh. Clinton. Like, she's, she's squarely, she was. she's a, she was a superstar. She was a, a rising star, and then... Basically, she was kind of like an authoritarian in COVID, like, um, and her party is less popular now than they were when she took over, and that was really bad. They had like thirty percent approval rating then; it's like twenty nine now. Okay, and do you, did she step down? Just she's done with it, or yeah, I think she knew she was gonna get fucking railroaded in okay. the elections, and she was like, "I'm not doing this anymore." Right. She was like crying and shit. Like, at least she went out on, on her own terms, I guess. Sure. I All right. Know. Sorry, I just don't like her. COVID Nazi. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, we, again, like, this is actually the first show in a while we haven't covered a mass shooting. We first usually, one this year, maybe? Yeah. Well, 
There's been 39 this year, but this well, is the first time we're, we're yes, on it. There's been a lot of shootings yeah. this year, but yeah, that is true. The first one that we're covering, at least, we have two that we're going to cover. Yeah. So the first one is Half Moon Bay. So That's not his name. That's where it took place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is in California. Um, Chunil Zhao, who is 66. He, Chun Li? Chunil. Uh, I think it's Chunil. I mean, okay. it's spelled C-H-U-N-I-L. Interesting. Zhao, 66. Um, so he killed, wait, let me just make sure I'm right. It uh, is Chun Li. Chun Li. Chun Li? Yeah. Spell it. C-H-U-N-L-I. L-I? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I just, I just have it. Spelled. That's okay. Fucked up. Anyway, go um, on. Um, so this happened on Monday. Killed seven, injured one. Uh, he killed four people in a mushroom farm and then he went, uh, to a nearby trucking station, killed three more people, five women, two, five men, two women. Some of them were Asian, which uh, some people thought might have played into it, but uh, I don't think that was the case. Why uh, don't you think that was the case? He was an employee at the mushroom farm. Um, was and it like psychedelic mushrooms or just like... No, I think uh, it was just like lame. like a reishi mushroom or something. I don't know. Just he wouldn't have done this if he did real psychedelic mushrooms. Probably not. He probably would have been a very peaceful person. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, all the people that he killed seem to be coworkers, so they think it's just a... At two different places, though? Um, well, it was a little far away. I mean, I don't know how the mushroom industry yeah, yeah, yeah. works. I mean, I guess somebody's got to... Oh, okay, but they were both they were both different farms and shit. Well, one was a trucking facility, so I'm that, guessing... Okay, gotcha. Yeah, now, yeah, now and then it. the other was the farm. Yeah, He yeah. worked at the farm. Yeah. Um, so this was another... like the, we, A lot of the shootings we've covered, the one... the. The guy Walmart at Walmart, yeah, yeah, he just killed all his coworkers. Same thing. I mean, they can't say that for certain yet, but that's just what they're. Yeah, I guess. See, Walmart makes sense to me because that's like a miserable existence. But working outside in a mushroom farm with your hands, like maybe, I mean, who knows? Who knows what these fucking maniacs? I don't know, but that think. so that was on Monday, yeah. and then uh, there was another one in Monterey Park. Right, and so, that's like that's in the San Fran area, right? Yes, that is in the San Fran. They're area. both in the San Fran area. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. Uh, Actually yeah, about Half Moon half Bay is moon. like 30 miles away. Okay. Um, so anyway, Who Can Tran, 72, killed 11. Who can what? Who Can Tran. That's <laughs> fucked up. I shouldn't have made fun of both names. <laughs> the Half Moon one was pretty bad. Um, killed 11. That's, it's fucked up, though, because I'm pretty sure I've met people with that name, like Koreans. Definitely something Moon Bay, Jin Moon Bay. Half Moon? Maybe not Half Moon, but I've met Moon Bays before. We should both just stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel me, I dare you. Yeah, right. Um, all right, so killed 11, injured 9 at a dance studio called Stall, uh, Star Ballroom in Monterey Park, California. Did he work there too? Um, no, but he was a uh, regular there with his now ex-wife. So oh, he that's used right. To, you were telling me about this. Yes, he used to go there a lot. Um, so when I was reading that, I initially thought like he was going for revenge. But let me just continue here. I'm going to show her I still love her! <laughs> So this was on Sunday, and uh, that was the Lunar New Year, which is like the Chinese New New Year. By the way, they just call it New Year. They just do they (laughs) not Chinese New Year. Do they call ours American New Year? Yes. (laughs) Um, So he killed 11, six women, five men from like 50s to 70s. I guess that was just the demographic. Just so happened to be. Yeah. um, Most of them were Asian. let me see. So then 20 minutes after that, he started driving toward Alhambra to another dance studio. 
Uh, and actually, they said he might have stopped for medical treatment on the way because a hospital tipped off the police saying a guy matching his description came in uh, looking for like first aid on injuries. Was kind this of. after he was wrestling with the one guy? Um, no, they said this was on the way to, to the, the place where he wrestled with the guy. Right, exactly. Right, sorry, go on then. But his injuries were the same as if like he were in a fight of some sort. Oh, so he might have had a scrap in both both joints. Maybe. Um, yeah. But he left before he got treated. Interesting. So then he went to the second one, uh, which was in Al. I can't even pronounce that name. Uh, Alambra, uh, where he that. was, which was another dance studio. And the gun was wrestled away from him by right. Brandon Say, 26-year-old. Drop, drop that video here if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, pretty crazy video. Yeah. Um, so they used that gun to ID him because it was registered to him. And then they uh, they realized he was driving a white van because he had a white van registered to him. Sent out a search party for him, found him in Torrance, had a SWAT team surround his van. They heard a gunshot go off. SWAT team rolled in and uh, he killed himself in the van. That's crazy. With the handgun, right? Because he... With the handgun, the, right? Because the, the guy the two, he wrestled oh, with... Right. He only had two guns. He had a Mac-10. that guy's name? I think I saw it. Brandon interview. Say. Brandon Say, yeah. He wrestled the rifle from him. Well, it was like a semi-automatic handgun of some sort. It was... Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it was a yeah. Mac-10. Whatever a Mac-10 It Mac was a two-handed weapon for sure. It was yeah, it was a big, big thing. Yeah, yeah. And registered. Legal. Yeah. Completely legal weapon. So I think this guy probably was just going to kill himself anyway from the the jump that's crazy did just real this randomly popped in my head and i just did you see the guy who killed himself because his wife accused him of uh hitting her or the kids and then like she was like oh I, i'm I, I didn't mean it i was like whatever but the court system was like we still have to take this seriously and like he was like wait wait fired. what happened run it back this guy fucking went to Disneyland and killed himself. jumped off a ride jumped off a ride because his ex well no his wife accused him of like laying her his hands on her and it, dude and he wrote kids. he wrote this crazy like like suicide and it note it was, was true or wasn't true or it wasn't don't. true he was like he was like in a he, in a moment of anger my wife like falsely accused me and she was even she called the cops and said that so a report was filed but after the report was filed she was like I didn't mean it I was angry like it's a lie and but still the court system was like we have to like give this case merit because people sometimes get coerced into uh -huh. taking their shit back. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So he apparently, like, I don't know the full story, but apparently he was like, his job, he was a principal for like 26 years at a school and he was like going to get fired. Oh my and God. Was, it, but like absolutely crazy suicide note. It was just like, it was like to my, it, it was so like such a, a, a random, not random, like, it's like an NPC wrote a suicide letter. It's like, to everyone I played music with, it was great. We rocked out all those years. Like, it wasn't sad at all. It was just like, oh, really? it's unfortunate that this is what, like, our It was almost system... like a send-off, like a see you later? Yeah, it was just like, I, it was, uh, like, this guy must have been some, some I don't know. Huh. Some sort of manic depressive with Well, and he already meds. knew that, uh, like, she had already come out saying it was false before he killed himself? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so there, there, I mean, there's something going on there. I anyway, sorry, that was a sidetrack, sidetrack hour, sidetrack podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, oh, and I forgot to mention, so the first guy, uh, he didn't kill himself. They He drove to a police station. And turned himself in? No, he just chilled in the parking lot in his car, and oh, then well, they just found that's him That's effectively turning Yeah, in. I mean, same thing. Um, and then, uh, so this one, Monterey Park, they don't know what the motive is. My original guess was I thought he was going after his ex-wife, but 
she's alive. They have like a, a comment from her. No, he just wanted her to see it. I guess so. I don't fucking know. It's like the guy who killed, uh, um, what's his name? The guy who tried to kill Reagan was doing it for Jodie Foster. Never mind. Uh, yeah, on. I don't need that. You're, right, you're, you're too young for that one. <laughs> um, so anyway, this guy did show up to the police station earlier in the month. Uh, and he was claiming like fraud and that poisoning allegations involving his family that like stemmed from 10 to 20 years ago. The level of mental illness in this country. Well, I was going to say, so, I mean, obviously this guy, well, not obviously, but it seems like he might've had a couple screws loose. No shit. Yeah. So. And that's like, listen, people, I, I have a lot of friends who are like, why, you know, I did, I voted for Biden, regrettably. Like I, I will never vote for a candidate from either of those two parties again. But people like don't understand why I would vote for a Democrat. And to to whatever degree at the time I believed, like the Democrats gave a fuck about getting people health care coverage. It's gone now. But when I did, I, I'm basically a two issue voter. I care about the environment, and I think in this country, everybody should have health care. I think Medicare for all, expand it. Stop sending fucking $40 billion to Ukraine when you don't have... Because, yes, we have significantly more guns than everybody. Mm-hmm. We were looking at it earlier. Our, our number of unregistered weapons is, is in the it fucking... It was insane. It was $400 million. Billion. Oh, wait, un, Well, $400 million total weapons, and only a quarter of that was registered. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 300,000 300 million unregistered 300 weapons. million, yes. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah. Like unbelievable shit bro but we also have the most fucked up like society culture like the way our culture drives people to fucking debase their worth on the dollar and like this dude not that, even the dollar the, the follower that dude was gonna number. kill himself because he was gonna lose his job that's how important that and yeah like people do get their uh sense of self-worth and actualization from like a passion from a job too mm-hmm. but also part of why that's so devastating is because you're fucking like you're out of the rat race. You're you're fucked. You're out of the rat race, and I mean, you said he was a principal. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you know you don't just become principal. It takes a long time right. to you know build yourself up there. Right. You should just wiped out like a twenty twenty five year career. Probably that's true. That's very true. But the point I'm making is like, obviously, guns are part of the issue, but they're not the issue. First of all, we're not getting rid of all three hundred million of those unregistered weapons. Mm-hmm. Not today. Not tomorrow. Not in twenty years. Mm-hmm. Second of all, other countries have guns, not to the level we do, but they have adequate health care, mental health, like, it's addressed at least. They have facilities and, and whatnot. Dude, th- th- think about the number of just homeless veterans we have. Well, Sa- People who, like, were, quote-unquote, promised care when they got back here. We don't, like, the VA sucks. We don't have any safety net for people who, like, uh, what was it? We, we're looking at today, 40% of Americans delayed... Uh, procedures and, and going to the doctor and checkups for medical reasons 50 percent of americans have medical debt yeah that medical was... debt i'm sick and i have to pay like it's crazy and if you're like a libertarian and, and you think okay well yeah you're you're getting a service from somebody and that requires payment sure but you wouldn't most of the time you wouldn't need these fucking services if you didn't live in a country where like corporations are allowed to pollute your water like corporations are allowed to lie to you about what they've genetically engineered their food to do to your body. Like the U S government has to take some, you know, responsibility for that. Or at the very least look out for their own future by saying, all right, 
if we want our citizens to stop murdering each other again, today's the 25th, and there's been almost 40 almost. mass shootings this month This month already. Yeah. If you want people to stop murdering each other in broad daylight, fucking take care of them. Stop sending money to every country on the planet when you can't take care of your own people. Medicare for all, dude. I, I don't understand why people argue against it. I really don't. Um. So in this Medicare for all scenario, you think it would be better because people would seek better mental health care? Well, they would have... Like at like, least the resource to do that if they want exactly, to. and and part of a drag on people's mental health is like it it all works together, bro. If you get a fucking like dental, dental isn't even included in, in healthcare, but no, you yeah, can I know. you can get a cavity, get it untreated, get it, have it fucking get infected, that can actually fuck with the n- nerves and then spread to your brain eventually, mm-hmm. like the infection. I, I'm saying every little like piece of, of somebody's life can get better. When they know they have adequate coverage, um, I agree with that. I'm not arguing with you, but um, what I did want to say was, even if you know Medicare is free for everybody, and it's like okay, you have all these resources. to Medicare's go. not perfect, by the way. Like, there's still plenty of shit you're gonna have to pay for. But like, at the very least, you know, you're not gonna go bankrupt over right. You're not gonna getting have to spend a cancer an diagnosis. Arm and a that could have been caused by the fucking, cor- like, corruption in our society. And that, like, factories are allowed to dump sludge into rivers and... F- Dude, it, it happened here in fucking, uh, in Newark. What's that company that, um, Teflon. Like, all the runoff from that shit that makes the, uh, the pan- the non-stick pants. Mm-hmm. That, ru- I think it was Jersey. That runoff went into, like, a town's water supply and, like... Their rates of stomach cancer went up like thirty percent over average. Oh, that's like disgusting. it happens every fucking day. Flint, Jackson, Mississippi, like, what's the other one? Chicago's water is fucked right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, and I personally don't believe anyone, even like the regular EPA standards, are are adequate for. There are like uh, disagreements on what acceptable levels of arsenic and lead and pharmaceuticals in your water supply that. And you disagree with their... Not me. Like, uh, certain scientists do. Oh, okay. It's just, you know, they're not all on the same page about it, which is fine. That's what science is about. You're supposed well, to be able to have the discussion. Right, but if the consensus is that, like, their guidelines are shit, then they should probably change it. The people people that I would deem to be very intelligent would say, like, no, this is, not, this is what they call acceptable levels, meaning this is the very most you're allowed to have in your water. And to them, even that is, like, that's... On daily basis, that's that shit adds up. Like the USA just saw for the first time since I don't even know when. Fucking maybe since we've started recording the stat, a drop in life expectancy, in average life expectancy. We're down below like seventy eight now. We we were climbing to eighty for decades. Well, I figure everything just comes back to money. So like, if the EPA were to say, okay, we have to change our guidelines. Everybody's gonna have to spend more money to make sure that it's that true. It's true. People, you have to, you would have to get whole new pipes, bro. Well, that's really what it's about. Everything. So uh, I'm not saying that it's like something so feasible. I'm saying, but it's for the greater it's, good. It's fair to say to your people that if you looked the wrong way, if you fucked up. But by the way, a lot of this pollution and shit is not. Uh, oh, we didn't know that lead pipes are bad for you. They fucking knew. Mm-hmm. They just had contracts with people. Anyway. Um, at the very least, you can say, all right, if you get sick from the shit that we did to you, we won't make you pay for it. That's a fair deal to me. That is a fair deal. But you you can get that if you just sue them. 
and you have a good lawsuit. In that very particular instance, sure, and you'd have to have a really good fucking lawyer. They made a whole movie about it, Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> what is that now? Julia Roberts is like an environmental lawyer. I think that was the Teflon case. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, as a whole, I definitely want uh, free health care. I... Uh, I am afraid, though, of, like, what comes along with that because Pacific I, Pacific you know. gas and electric involving groundwater contamination in Hinkley, California. That was in 93. Uh, dude, that oh, shit, in California? shit happens. Yeah. That was the one that Oh, that was, was the about. movie. The yeah. movie's about California. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. Um, no, I, I don't even remember Fuck, what I was I saying. I derailed you. No, nah, it's okay. Derail podcast, you know? Yeah. That's what we do. Um, here, du- DuPont. DuPont Chemicals, who manufactures the, the Teflon chemical. Forever Chemicals. That's Forever what they Chemicals. Them. The hidden toxins in your body. They do not biodegrade. And they're in raincoats, pizza boxes, vegetable pack vegetable packaging. The food you're eating is the packaged in toxic <laughs> chemicals. I don't know. They don't care. Their pockets are getting fatter. They're going to be like, I'm going to be dead before I have to deal with this shit. I don't care. Exactly, but uh, so at the very least, I mean, we are the only developed nation in the world that doesn't have um, that some form of socialized healthcare, some sort of public option. Not Obamacare. Mm. Obamacare's it, it got more people coverage, mm-hmm. but it's not you know. Is that not considered like? Well, I guess it is still private because you have to sign up for it and everything like that. There again, like, yeah, it's super complicated because he's he was still captured by the healthcare industries because our lot there the lobbyists are so powerful mm-hmm. that they basically have to have a hand in writing the legislation. So Obamacare is good because it got more people coverage, but it's, but it was under their guidelines and everything. Yeah, and it's not a free open market of competing uh, healthcare, and it's not a completely. Um, it's not a completely like government-run thing either. It's it, government basically acts like a mi- middleman mm-hmm. and like helps guide people to the you know to tr- the proper place. Yeah, it, it's it's okay. a half measure, and that's what you know most people at the time said about it, and I think that holds up. Okay, um, but it's like these companies have to be involved. They have to get their kickbacks, like a story we're going to talk about later. Like they have to get they want their piece of the pie. So I don't know if it ever will happen, but I know that. There at, in 2020, there was some political capital when progressives were at their their the height of their power, and they needed Pelosi needed like Alexander Ocasio Cortez's vote for speaker. That was a really popular idea at the time. A lot of act liberal activists and like left wing um, media were they were hashtag was trending on Twitter force the vote to force a vote on Medicare for all, not because it would have passed because it wouldn't have Trump wouldn't have signed it, mm-hmm. but to at least. And it probably wouldn't have gone through the Senate either, but to at least show people who their Congress, what their Congress supports, okay. and have to like face them, say, "Why did you vote against Medicare for all? Right. Why did you vote against getting my family coverage? Like, Why did you vote against my forty-year-old like sick mother being able to?" Like the people clearly want this, and it's it's massively popular. It's massively popular. And at the end of the day, I think a lot of and it was gonna actually. That's what I was saying before. Was I? I I mean, I want it. I'm just afraid of what comes with it because I don't really know if I understand exactly what comes with it other than, like, wait times and uh, 
But again, we already have fucking wait times, dude. Well, right. But I mean, most of the time when it's brought up, what I hear is like, it's a lot more complicated than you think and it just doesn't work. It's stuff like that. And it gets written off. 68% of voters support a public health insurance option, including 80% of Democrats and 56% of Republicans. Over half of Republicans think we need a public option. We can bipartisanly agree on something? Crazy, right? Because <laughs> it's no-brainer, bro. We need fucking health care in this country. Yeah. It's, it's the number one thing. And also, by the way, this is one reason I'm so passionate about it is because we're millennials and like our generation and the generation below us is starting to... To really, like, entrepreneurial spirit is really strong, and people are doing their own thing, and it's awesome. But at a certain point, especially, you know, when you get off your parents' health insurance at I, whatever the fuck, it's 26 now, I think. Yeah, 26. Like, you ha- if you haven't figured it out by then, you got to go get a job and fucking, like, whether or not it drains your soul, like, that's what you have to do for health insurance. Because, dude, private health insurance is hardly an option for most people right now. Well, yeah, they it's They don't that. get it through their company. Or so it ties you to a fucking desk. It's like what? How much better is that than being a slave? No, because you have Netflix. Cool. That gets old after a while. Yeah, you get to go home and enjoy your life at the end of the day. For for like, what? Eight hours? You know what I'm saying? Sixteen like, I'm not, hours. Well, hopefully half of that is sleep. Well, depends on who you are, but it does. But then and then and then if it's not eight, if it's not six, if if you're, I understand where you're coming. If you're drawing on your, race. if you're drawing on your sleep hours because you don't get enough time in the day to fucking enjoy yourself, I think a lot of people. That's slavery, bro. I think a lot of people are like that. I, I, that's at the very least. You're, I don't know. You're I, mean, being, I understand where you're coming from, but like, it's not slavery. <laughs> not in the way we think of it, but like, it's modern day slavery. It is, but on, on a macro scale, it. it's it's wage slavery. That's yeah, that's what that's, it is. that's fair. And I know most people say, no, it's called having a job. And so I get that. But, like, to having a job should not be the uh, prerequisite for not dying if you get sick. That's all I think. I think everybody should have a job. I don't think that if we lived in some fucking egalitarian, universal, basic income society that everything would be great. People, there'd be, there would be... Uh, drug abuse, murder, rape. Guess what? We have all that now, and nobody has fucking health care. What if we do, like, our, our health care gets exponentially better over the next 25, 30, 50 years? I think hell would freeze over before that happened, but go on. Okay, well, let's just go play on. devil's advocate here then. Sure. Um, and as a result of people being healthier, we're living longer, uh, more people are being born there's more people. Yeah. Population is increasing. Well, it's it's going it's about to start going down soon. Right. But but this isn't not in this scenario. Okay. Is there a point where overpopulation becomes a factor? Because I mean if we can reverse the trend and keep you know, life inspect expectancy going up and let's say we get it closer to like 90 or 100 after 100 years you know, people sticking around for that long on average, the world's going to become a pretty uh, pretty crowded place. Are you saying we shouldn't? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, uh, I don't know, my dystopian mind is just going to like 
It sounds to me like you're thinking the opposite of dystopian. I mean, there is literally almost no scenario where in the next 100 years anyone's life expectancy is going to be 100. And there's no scenario in the next 100 years that we get over 10 billion. No, sorry. We're going to get over 10 billion, but we're not going to get much over that. There's really no scenario where it ever gets more than that. Why not? Because of demographics. Because of when the birth rate declined sharply... Partially as a result of modernization, people moving off of farms and okay. into houses. You ha just the math, bro. You have less kids. It's a fucking giant curve. Um. Okay. I just. Uh... But that has nothing to do with healthcare. That's just that's just modern society has shown people that all right. When you work on a farm, eight kids is free labor. When you live in a house, eight kids are eight huge burdens. So people well, have one or two now. That's true. And also the, the, say, yeah. the chemicals in our food and the forever chemicals in our water are uh, almost empirically, provably uh, decreasing our sperm counts and our fertility rates. So we're all fucked. And contraception is way bigger now than it was in, whatever, 60 years ago in almost every developed country. People just don't have kids. Mm -hmm. We're all going to die. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, you know, we don't have to, your scenario, we don't have to worry about it. We're not going to have too many people very soon. The opposite problem is going to be the biggest one to think about. We don't have enough people to work the machines, bro. Right. Well, I think, think about COVID. That's dude. why the computers are going to take over the machines. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's, speaking of that, let's, let's get into our next story because we, <laughs> yeah, I, we, j we went from, oh, we, I'm glad we, we talked about Medicare for all. Um, no, we're good. But, you know, in listen, this I host this podcast on a website called nextgenforward.com because when I started that website, I believed that the world is changing very rapidly. You and I talk about it. Terrence McKenna called it the quickening. The quickening. I not, see it all the time. Not only is the world speeding up, but the rate at which technology is advancing is speeding up exponentially. The, the way things happen, it's crazy. I mean, chat GPT is the newest sort of phenomenon, It's and it's really... As far as AI experts explain it, not that, like, uh, like... There's a uh, much larger stepping stone to be taken. Well, yeah, it's it's not that, like... Uh, I can't find the word I'm looking for, but it's it's not like a game changer. It's just sort of the public face of the increase in technology that has been happening behind the scenes for very, you know, 10, 20 years now. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people are saying as a result of AI, now these... Massive tech giants that essentially at this point our economy is based on mm -hmm. like the growth of our economy is based in tech and innovation and Google, Microsoft, Apple, Twitter, Facebook, they, they you know, the big um, Amazon, the, the big stock blue chip stocks you invest in, they call it FANG. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google is like, <laughs> I never heard that. Yeah, it's it's the uh, sort of thing like can't lose type shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just put your money in there. It's going to go no matter what. Yep. Um, these companies have all been laying off people by the ten thousands. Yeah, by uh, a lot. Yeah, you want to you want to hit us with the numbers here? All right. So Google, uh, parent company Alphabet, they they laid off twelve thousand people. So that puts them at about like one hundred forty thousand jobs now. And last year, this time they had like one hundred sixty thousand around employees, one hundred fifty seven thousand. Uh, Microsoft, they laid off 10,000 people. Uh, theirs, I could only get... No, actually, June of last year, they had 221,000. 
So it was a smaller share. Yeah, I mean, both of those companies are pretty small in terms of, uh, you know, how many employees they have. Well, no, I mean, compared to Amazon, maybe, but that's it. Like, well, wait till I get to fucking uh, Meta and Twitter because okay. those those ones are pretty significant. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. Amazon, like, this is like nothing. They did right. eighteen thousand of the one point six million they had at the start of last year. So, you know, but I mean, as a whole. You know, each one of those person people are affected, and you know that sucks. Yeah. Um, keep, keep going with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So, Meta, eleven thousand people are getting laid off. That's around thirteen percent of their employees. So they started. They had around seventy-one thousand at the beginning of last year. Okay. Uh, Twitter, they, well, they Elon laid off around thirty-seven hundred people, uh, and at the beginning of last year they had seventy-five. Uh, yeah, hundred. So almost fifty percent. It's know. more than that now. It has it has it grown since then. Yeah, but they're down to about thirteen hundred employees at Twitter. Okay, down from seventy five hundred in, no- in November. So wait, they're down to what? Thirteen hundred. Wow. Yep. Wow, that's actually crazy. Um, and then Apple hasn't laid off anybody yet. Right. And I've seen people sort of uh, applauding them because like, I guess I think Tim Cook took a. Well, it seems like they didn't. Uh, a lot of these companies hired pretty rapidly during COVID. And they didn't as much. Right. Um, but I think, did Tim Cook take like a massive pay cut, right, apparently? Oh, the, yeah, that's what you were telling me, that, uh, what, he took a $50 million pay cut? I believe so. Tim Cook's salary to drop 40% at his request. Oh, and Google CEO Sundar Pichai says he will take less pay this year as he, <laughs> hold on, shot, as he joins J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon and Apple's Tim Cook and taking a compensation. All right, Chaser's pretty good. Um, yeah, so I, I want to make the point on Apple that, yes, they took a big pay cut. That's great, Tim Cook. Um, also, they're the only company on this list that their main uh, revenue stream is a physical product, right? Um, oh, well, Amazon is a different ballgame entirely. Well, but Microsoft sells, like, computers and stuff. True, but they're more they're most um software. Software is their their biggest ball game. In terms of yeah, like their main product. They're a consumer product. Yes. To mass market and they're the only company that has the luxury of outsourcing the majority of their uh, <laughs> the inputs for that product to Foxconn who will pay their laborers like three dollars a day. Good point. So yeah, congratulations Sim Cook for taking forty million less of the wages you earned on slave labor. So and you also Bravo brother. So you asked me before, like, where most of these layoffs are happening, like, what departments? Yeah. So a lot of sales. Okay, which can be outsourced to AI. 20% uh, sales, and a lot of, like, third-party, uh, you know, I guess. Vendors and, and subcontractors. bulk and, you know, just fucking sell it at whatever price you want from there. Yeah. Um, recruiting and HR departments. You know, if you're firing people, you don't need to... People be. that hire people. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think recruiting is a scam anyway, and I apologize to my family that works in it. But <laughs> and then, it's a pyramid scheme. And then just marketing... You, and you're other. hiring somebody to get people? Yeah, that's a pyramid scheme. Sorry. It, depending anyway, depending on. on the company. I, I Sure. When it's sure. like fucking knives and shit, yeah. Yes. Like Cutco. Yes, sure. But And then marketing and other talent teams like that. Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, that's... People do... People are framing this as a... This is AI. This is what happens. I, I I think it's a little more nuanced than that. First of all, I think that these corporations. Yeah, I don't think it's that deep yet. I think they're also looking at the recession that is seems to be staring us in the face. Looming. Well, and I, I wanted to share this tweet from um, 
this accountant I follow on Twitter, Genevieve Roche Dechter. Um, Google's cost savings from laying off 12,000 workers, $2.5 billion. Money spent on stock buybacks last year, $57 billion. So they, they just saved $2.5 billion by laying everybody off? Yeah, yeah. And then but last the year second- they, they spent $57 billion buying their stock back from investors. Oh, my God. To have more control. So if they maybe just wanted, uh, I'm really bad at math, but what's, what is 2%, what is 2.5 million out of 5 billion? Like 3% of it? I don't know. I'm terrible at math. I don't know. Anyway, if they wanted fucking 2.5 billion less dollars, they could have, I mean, and obviously it's way more complicated than that. You have business models, you have projections. Yeah. Are you just saying they could have found that somewhere else? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying that, that all these layoffs partially, one of the reasons they come at the same time is because these companies can all justify it, saying, well, if Microsoft did it, look at the climate. Yes, J.P. Morgan said it's okay because this is coming, this is coming. Like Business ethics. (laughs) (laughs) You remain one point ahead. Mr. Gordon, it is your turn. Mr. Madison, choose the topic. I choose business ethics. (laughs) What is it? And the puppy <laughs> found his way home. <laughs> and then, and then is that what he starts calling him, everybody in the uh, room stupider? He's like, I w- <laughs> everyone in this room is now stupider for having listened, listened to, to that. I award yeah. you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> oh, dude. But the industry. Now that, my friends, was a revolution. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have much on that. I just wanted to announce the numbers, have people aware. I mean, they're probably... There probably is going to be a recession. I don't know. I, I, also, in this fucking bizarre 1984 world we live in, like everything has been redefined. The word vaccine has been redefined. The word recession was also recently oh, defined. Oh, right. I do remember that. Um, so It had to do with a certain amount of quarters in a row with a negative GDP, right? Co- correct. And, and I guess... What they, like, they just changed the fine print, really. They just changed like two words. <laughs> Well, yeah, basically to be like to buy themselves another quarter. <laughs> um, but Michael Burry, the the um, the guy from The Big Short that Christian okay, Bale yeah. played, yeah. says the U.S. is in a recession by any definition. So it's it, it's very interesting, and I'm I'm not a big finance guy. I've been reading more about it lately, um, but I'm not like well versed in it. But what I do understand is that. The Fed's game plan through the tools they have, like quantitative tightening, quantitative easing, basically meaning widening or loosening the stream at which capital flows out of the Fed, Mm -hmm. that they're pumping dollars into our money system. But then that affects the interest rate, right? Right. And and that, well, no, the interest rate is how they do that a lot of the times. Oh, okay. They lower, but their express intent to do that since inflation is to hike unemployment. Because that is what they identify as a problem. Why is inflation so rampant? Because everybody's got a job. That's, you know, we got to have people not having so many jobs so the dollar's worth more. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking buco bananas considering how much money just got poured into the economy during COVID. And, like, just in general. There is no good without bad ever. That's a very, very true point. Yin and yang. <laughs> I, I do. Balance is the fundamental principle of the universe. But everything just seems to be balanced in such a skewed way that it, everything it's is not like, balanced 
Well, it's either fucking far this way or it's super far that way. The pendulum. So every every like every once in a while, you just see the pendulum be over the middle, and everyone be like, "Oh wow, today's a nice day." I wish day. it would just stay there. Nine eleven wasn't real. Oh, what the God. fuck is going on? Has, Sandy Hook wow, was a conspiracy. Yeah, and then over here, it's like Donald Trump got pissed on by Russian hookers, and then the <laughs> pendulum comes back. Like, I don't, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, please just stay in the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's America. <sighs> Listen, can't live with her, can't live without her. That's right. I still love this country. It's the beautiful. At, at the end of the day, this is the most entertaining dystopia I've ever witnessed. The red, life. white, and blue. <laughs> you couldn't. Fucking Hunger Games ain't got shit on this. <laughs> um, anything else on that? No. All right. Well, we're going to move on to... This is... this is I, I'm very excited about this one. We got a little bit of a hot tip. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like... I, I I don't know where to begin honestly. So last week to where this episode's coming out on the twenty fifth, uh last Wednesday, the eighteenth, the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, announced the indictment of twenty four individuals and twenty six companies in a sprawling construction kickback scheme that corrupted the bidding process for dozens of contracts to the tune of millions of dollars. The scheme was headed by Robert Basilis, who right off the bat, one of the weirdest things is he's changed his name like twice. S- sounds it looks like it's supposed to sound the same every time. He's just changing like a C or an S here or there. He was like Basilis and there's Basilise. I don't know. He's trying to make it easier for himself to remember every time he changes it. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on here, but I just I can't stop thinking about the Basilisk from Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but the scheme was headed by Basilisk and resulted in the theft of over five million dollars. Uh, Basilisk has been called by the New York Post a Gambino crime family associate. This is like a huge. Mob family in mm-hmm. the, in New York. Um, the 83-count New York Supreme Court indictment charges all 50 defendants with conspiracy in the fourth degree and additional charges in bribes, grand larceny, money laundering, all this shit. Um, and the DA released a statement of facts saying Basilisk was the VP of what they call The Firm. Um, doing a, just a little bit of background research to figure out where he worked while this was going on. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it just because I don't want to be murdered in broad daylight by Tony Soprano, but it rhymes with Garibaldi for, if you know, you know, um, and they're a commercial general contracting and construction managing group based in Secaucus. Um, th- dude, this one's pretty crazy. He, so basically long story short, this guy, the basilisk threw a couple other, uh, Gambino crime family associates like money, money guys. Um, was for his firm. Fuck it. It's uh, the Rinaldi Group. <laughs> was like uh, he was basically when they would get developers come to them like this. We want you guys to work on this building. He would get them the subcontractors, the demo guys, the carpenters, the electricians, everything. He'd be like, yeah, go through me. These are my guys. Like, mm-hmm. and his guys, he would have them. You know, they'd submit a bid to him, and he'd be like, this is way too small. You need to ask them to pay way more than this and kick some of it back to me. And also, I want to I want a way higher bid because what he would do is he'd have them the he'd have the developers who he's supposed to be uh, you know trying to get them the best deal like his company Rinaldi would have a fiduciary responsibility to some of these developers mm-hmm. to get them the best deal. Right. So they'd be in the room when they're closing on these bids because they're competitive bids. That's what the process is. Mm-hmm. And then his buddies, contract subcontractors, would be there, and he would be like, "Listen, you guys offer my client fucking." $25 million, that's unacceptable. All right, We're not doing it for a cent more than 23 And he would, in his texts to his friends, he would call it his dog and pony show. 
Because in rea- reality, the contract, they should have only been paying like 15. Uh-huh. But he'd be like, look, I got you. I saved you three mil when, yeah, when you know, he was fucking them. Paid him yeah. like eight million or right. however right. much million. And all these people, I mean, and there's, dude, there's fucking 20 companies listed in this. This is like a 13 year scheme. Really? And, um, like, they're all, you know, like, I'll, I'll get into some of the specific ones in a minute, but it's like, this is how much the contracts that they made from him. Uh-huh. Because also, what he would do is he would give them information about who else was bidding against them. So, for times where he wasn't getting the kickbacks, part of the quid pro quo was like, I'll make, I'll let you, I'll make sure you get this bid because. I'll give you the info on what other people are bidding so you know to come in right where you need to. Okay. So, like, every every company, this is over $7 million that people made and then kicked back to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, like, huge projects, the Fidei Hotel, which was, like, a big, was a big private uh, business building. They turned it into a hotel. The Hilton Club at the Central, the Remy, like, huge, huge properties in New yeah. York. And he's just, like, skimming, money makers, baby. skimming 500K at the top here and there. Um, and he used a shell company, DVA Group LLC, to accept his kickbacks. Uh, the DA's press statement detailed like clients saying that they felt like if they declined the contractors, that he was suggesting that they would go over budget in the project. So they were like at, you know, he had them by the balls, like his clients. Like even if they declined it, he was just going to spend a bunch of money. Yeah, it. so they were fucked either way. Okay. Um, and yeah, there's a, like, there's a lot of... Moving part like every company here went over a few of them. Big Apple designers, um, all the services. They're all like almost every company I looked up is also involved in a number of other lawsuits. Okay. Yeah, like this. They're all. This is all fucking sleazebag industry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Basilisk uses authority over the firm's trade subcontractor building for his and his co-conspirators' benefit, including including making his company include specific co-conspirators on bi- on bidding lists. Like I said, disclosing info about competing bids to his co-conspirators mm-hmm. and directing his subcontractors to raise their bids to put on his dog and pony show. Right. Um, and then it just, I thought it was funny, Alba Services Inc., which is a demo company that was listed in, in obtaining about nearly $3 million in contracts from him and kicking back about twenty k to 50 k um, Labor's Local 79, a local union, have been, like, railing against these guys for, uh, years, and their, their parent company, PIMCO, um, to, because they're hiring them for demo jobs, they're, like, non-union guys, union guys naturally don't want Right, they're stealing men. their work. But then also, he's saying, like, the people they hire, they won't insure them, um, they're, like, negligent, they're exploiting immigrant labor, and uh, then also, they're just, like, huge workers' rights scumbags, they, like... Got everybody in their company down. It's like if anyone, they're all dispensable. If anyone is thinking about uh, putting in a fraudulent claim about workers' comp, like we will offer five thousand dollars to anybody who has information on them that would lead to their arrest and conviction. Oh my god! Yeah. So like, uh, scum industry. Bro. Really, really scummy. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, now that's just like commonplace. <laughs> well, after COVID, yeah, you want to make your snitch money, bro. Yeah. Kept tell fucking people that your neighbor was part of the Canadian trucker rallies. Um. <laughs> But that's not all on Alba. Alba Alba Services Inc. Also, apparently, this guy uh, Mike Lant- Lanker, Lanter, was at um, Bragg, the DA's press conference, and he he stood up and spoke, and he was like, "You have them taking care of this." Fi- there was a fire at a New York um, NYPD garage mm-hmm. that was burned for fucking days. Apparently, something weird about that. Whatever shit they had there that burnt for days. But he was like, "They're they they got the cleanup job for it." 
Oh. And he was like, you know, like they use, they exploit immigrants. Like you should look into them. And Bragg was like, oh, thanks for the tip. Was that the the evidence locker that uh, burnt down that Maybe. you're talking about? I, I thought it was a, they said it was a garage somewhere they take cars that they like are investigating for something. If they impound something, I don't know. Okay. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's basically, uh, that was, that's the facts on that. It's, but, oh, and also he, a couple other of these mob guys f- were indicted. Frank Camuso, who owned Gem Consulting LLC. These are these are the LLCs that they used to to launder. Um, Basilisk used what was the one I said before? DMV LLC. Yeah. DBA. DBA. L- DBA Group oh, DBA. LLC. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And then Camuso, who is the other um, mob guy. Mm-hmm. Um, HMIFI Management. MVJ Inc. Gem Consulting LLC. Collectively, with those three, they stole seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in wow. clients. Um, but like, can't have like a little bit more fun of a name. Gem is kind of cool. Uh, they gotta make it boring so it doesn't attract any attention. I guess. Um. Yeah, his cousin got three hundred fifty k. Modern day mob, though, you know. I do. The simulation's throwing some mob shit at us. Didn't didn't <laughs> some of the um the Italian the big Italian mob. One of the heads of their family got arrested last week, I think. Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, I thought, thought all that happened. Well, there's always going to be criminals. That's yeah. Not, if that's just but I feel like a lot of people think part the of the mob, yin-yang. I feel like a lot of people think the mob isn't like a thing anymore. Or well, it's, just, I'm sure it's certainly less influential. The government has really filled a lot of those roles. Yeah, well, yeah, that's for sure. But, um, you know, I... I'm certain they're still I, p- mob people. Their name, please don't kill me. This is all uh, this is all public record stuff, and I think you're not as corrupt as the government. So I'm Italian, so <laughs> you know I'll I'll fucking join up. <laughs> I mean, dude, we are in Jersey. We're not that far from Secaucus, so no, we are not very far from Secaucus at all. Nope. Stones throw, really. Yeah, a fucking twenty minute train ride. <laughs> not e- for me, soon. Not not even that. Yeah. Um. Right, I'm probably going to gonna give cut everybody this, a nice I'm probably going to cut the part right yeah, tell exactly. everybody where I live. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm giving the next radius to fucking yeah. All right. carve out. We're going to get to, uh, we got one more thing to cover here and then we'll we'll sign off. All right. Um, yeah, so we t- we've been talking the past couple weeks about that whole, I know that week you were out was the week Kevin McCarthy <laughs> needed 15 votes to be made Speaker of the House. Um, and as a result of sort of the holdouts, the Freedom Caucus, um, and the people who ultimately helped push him over the coal line, there's been some uh, interesting committee placements. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is on. It gets on the Homeland Security and the what is it? The House Oversight Committee. I almost, I almost had a fucking full on Charlie horse. Sorry, you might have to. That would have been awesome, <laughs> dude. Oh, you definitely got a nice reaction on, on the camera that right been there. Awesome, bro. I just went. Oh my god! All right, I'm sorry. You, no, you're, you're good, gonna bro. Start over. You're good. I'm, I'm not cutting that. Bro, <laughs> Fuck. Charlie, Marjor- Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green kind of looks like a horse. So that's, <sighs> that's, that's, <laughs> um, yeah, she. So she got Homeland Security, which and uh, House Oversight, which is notable because last or in 2021, the Democrats censured her and removed her from House Oversight for, I don't know, I think she was just tweeting, like, QAnon conspiracy shit. I don't, like, I, they got her for, like, I'm going to put some clips from the CNN CNN article. It's, like, she liked a picture of, like, Ilhan Omar with a gun in it or something like that. Like, okay. fair, to me, very, but she is, like, certainly 
I I wouldn't vote for someone who believes in QAnon. Like I'm not defending her. I'm just saying, uh, it's just pol- it's the political ping pong. They're they're in charge. They censure her and take her out. Now the Republicans are in charge. She backed McCarthy. She gets her committees, um, and they're probably gonna fucking try to censure Ilan Omar and remove her. So I was gonna say it all just sounds like a game. And, it is, you know, but it's, it's like House of Cards shit. Everybody's just playing their angle. For sure, dude. But it's interesting because like, and like for example, George Santos, he voted for McCarthy. Mm-hmm. He he did the one politically useful thing they needed him for before. Uh, I guess because uh, there's no fucking way he wins. If he wins another term in two years. He'll be, uh, mark my words, he'll be president in 2032. George Santos? Yes. This fucking strange man that, like, lies about everything? Yes, yes. So he got seats on both the Small Business and the House Science Space and Technology Committees. <laughs> Which, like, I guess science, you know, we, we have muddled the definition and, you know, the, we, like, nothing is real anymore anyway. If this guy's on science, space, and technology, like. He's like a fake it till you make it kind of guy. Which, uh, it's, like, so weird. I don't hate him. I actually really, weirdly like him. I'm like he's so shameless that I do. I I'm kind do of have. Res- like you ate a whole wheel of cheese. I have respect for mad. how shame- <laughs> for how shameless he is and, and how he does everything. But I just don't like uh, how much influence he has. He doesn't. You don't think so? No. I mean, not to you and me, but maybe somebody else that. No, he doesn't have any. Influence. Takes everything at face value. He has. Uh, he has. Clickability right now. He definitely has clickability. No um, doubt about that. And I think the media should be careful with that because yes, he's easy clicks. But uh, what price are you paying with that? Because Donald Trump got the most free airtime in the history of a candidate in 2016, and that was because they didn't think he'd win. And they're <laughs> like, "Haha, look how funny!" Oh my God, he won. He's the president. Yeah, it went from laughing to crying real fucking quick. Mm-hmm. So right. again, I, I mean, I'm, I've been saying on Instagram this week, we all need to do better. A better job. Oh, speaking of... Do better, do better, you bet. Uh, we'll do it next week. Um, but we all need to do a better job of the like monitoring the information we take in and spread because you subconsciously absorb things. If you just sit there and watch Fox News all day, you're going to think that like no, it's Obama's crazy. birth certificate is in a capsule so, like in, buried in a <laughs> DC pizza hut or something. I don't know. I, I've been watching Alex Jones too much. but uh, You do subliminally take things in, not sure. only just from like what By you watch. By osmosis. Um, yeah, but also who you hang around with, oh, whether yeah. it's at work. En- energy is infectious. Right. And just, I mean, just the way people talk, some people are more uh, influential uh, than others. So it's your boy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you hear somebody talk about their point of view and they're just like, oh, like I, I should probably agree with what that person says. And then they just kind of go. It is interesting to me. Like sometimes I, I was at a... Um, like this gathering and these two people were talking and one of them was like you said this thing and I don't know if you remember saying it like eight years ago and it's always stuck with me and then the one guy was like huh I didn't even like I now that you're saying that I remember saying it but I hadn't thought about it and I didn't think anybody was listening like it's so interesting the things that stick with people like in 30 years you'd be like yeah wow my third grade teacher said this thing to me once and I can't even remember her fucking name but I remember this yeah right I mean I I the little things, the little things matter, right? Sometimes, like, holding the door for somebody might make somebody's day or just, yeah, like, yeah. saying, hey, like, your hair looks nice, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, you or know? you might catch you a charge, and you don't really know until you try. That's exactly right, sure, if you want to go that way. But, yeah, sometimes somebody drops a little bit of knowledge on you or you drop a little bit of knowledge on somebody else. A little pearl of wisdom. 
yeah, means nothing to you. Might mean right. the world to them. Right. I did something like that today. I was uh, I, I you don't have Snapchat anymore, right? Like I have it, I just uh, don't have the app. This is on my Snap story today. I uh, I went to Seven Eleven to get a C four before my workout, mm -hmm. and the is you know the one on um near Barrel and Brew, not Barrel and Brew. Uh, you know what I'm talking about on fucking River, next to uh River and Henley. Oh yeah, the yeah, gas yeah. station. The gas station. Yeah, so there's only like three parking spots next to it. Yeah, and yeah. there were two cars, and one of them was this fucking fat Italian dude in a minivan, directly on the line uh, between two spaces. Couldn't park. Not like like blatantly didn't even try. You know, okay. sometimes you're like a little over. No, yeah, no. yeah. The the line was in the middle of his car. He was just like I don't he had two fuck. tires in each spot. Okay. And I was like, I don't feel like this today. So I, I just backed into like a double yellow line. It wasn't a spot, but I was running it out. I didn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But then I'm sitting there about to get out of my car and I see a mom pull up in a minivan and she got like fucking five toddlers and she's just sitting there and she looks like distressed. So I just, I got out of my car and I went up to the guy and I just stood there. I didn't touch his car because I feel like nowadays if you like touch someone's property, touch that's anything someone will murder you. But I just kept, I was like, yo. Yo, like yelling outside his window. And finally he rolled the window down. I was like, you're taking up two spots. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, you don't got to curse. And I was like, all right, you're right. I don't have to curse. <laughs> but you're taking, like, the balls on him to be like, I'm the <laughs> asshole in that situation. And then he did pull out and the lady pulled up and thanked me. But I was like, I was more, I, I was more pissed about him, like, giving me attitude than I was about him taking up the two fucking spots. Because if you're going to be a douchebag, at least own it. Be like, yeah, you're right. Fuck it. What an asshole. I'll fix it. Yeah, just you know like, I mean? all right. Yeah, I was just being a lazy cunt. Like, my bad. I don't know. Yeah. You know. Anyway, don't do that, assholes. But then where did you say you parked? Like, so there's a spot here. There's yeah. a spot here. There's a spot here. Because you had to double up, too? This is not a spot. So his it's, assholeness it's, caused you to have to also... I wasn't even in a spot. Yeah, look, this is this is where... It's a domino effect. Ready, ready, ready? Hold on. These are the spots. Okay. And then this is the edge of the oh, spot. Oh, you, like the little fire zone. So there was a car here, and he was here. <laughs> no. He was between so if, them. If this is a spot, yeah, yeah. he was here. Right. So, he was in both spots. Right. So I just parked here. <laughs> anyway, that's going to be really good podcasting for people who are just listening. Yes, get a good visual Watching me of that. describe a, a fucking parking lot. At least it's not paint drying. All right. Or water boiling. I think that's all we got for now. That's, we Listen, we have a ton more we can and want to cover, and we are probably going to do another episode this week. So You want to give them like a, do you have any idea of what we might cover next week? Or not uh, week, well, I'm sorry, on Thursday. We'll see what happens between now and just, you know. All right. We got a whole 48 hours of news to go, 24 so. No, that's true. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Please, if you enjoyed this, rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple, or, and Apple Podcasts if you want to be, be a brother. Do um, it all. Please subscribe to the feed if you have not already. And check out our YouTube channel where we will be posting full-length episodes and clips um, we are also going to start uploading to Rumble as well because YouTube is getting a little uh, 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 with their uh, content moderation policies, which is also something we're probably going to cover on Thursday. Um, and please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NextGenForward. That's N-E-X-T, the number four. No, N-E-X-T-G-E-N, the number four, W-A-R-D, NextGenForward. And we'll see you next week. Love you guys. <laughs> Ooh, I like to love you guys.